The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome to episode number 275 of On the Corner, the official PitcherList.com podcast. I'm your host, Alex Vest, joined, as always, by my adversary, Nick Pollock. What is happening? You're so welcome, Fast. I did so everything I could. Oh, yeah. So, oh boy, let us give you a big old brief <laughs> big old, rundown. We got a, so, PitcherList is yeah. this great thing. You should check it out. Mm. I love it. It's one of my favorite things it's about the website. Good. We do a bunch of different fantasy leagues, and there's like a relegation system. Yes. So, we have the Legacy League, and what's right under the Legacy? Prodigy. Prodigy. And then Futures. And then Futures. And then we have a whole grab bag of like a Dominican League, Mexican League. It's mm. pretty cool. It is very cool. The bottom three in ours get uh, uh, you know relegated, and then we have the other one gets promoted. So coming into the final two weeks of the regular season, the uh, I was in 10th place, but I was three and a half games back from first place. Yeah, we had so much. Uh, I think there were four people tied for second place. Yeah. It, there was so much parody in it, it was as it should be. It means oh, that means like everyone is good. No, but even then, like even then, you can have. A, there are plenty of leagues filled with a lot of great fantasy players, and there's not that much parody sure. just by happenstance, right? right just yeah. by people getting injured, whatever. This was the most intense parody I have ever seen. Uh, Nick called me out in the chat. <laughs> he said, "Uh-oh, this is the best part of fantasy." League. If Alex loses this week, he's getting relegated. That was two weeks ago. <laughs> Long story short. Bam! I knock out uh, uh, Austin in that one week. And then it comes down to what is... Truly, this is insane. If I lose this matchup against Dave Sherman, I'm relegated. If I win this matchup and you win yours... And I forgot who else it was. Austin Bristow had to lose, I think. No, Austin Bristow can win oh, since no, okay, I beat him the okay. week before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was someone else. Oh, if, oh if Ian, Ian lost. Ian Post. Yeah, yeah. And who did Ian play? Tuke Nukem. That's, I think, Ben Pernick. Oh, Pernick. That's right. If Pernick won and you won and I won, I was in the playoffs. If I lost, I was relegated to right. to the to the out into the world, <laughs> right? And I was winning every single day. I've lost three times on Sundays this year. I was winning every single day, but it came to the final day with all of my weird streamers, all of Dave Sherman's weird streamers. I ended up uh, winning the day, thanks in large part to you know who really saved my butt who? that day, Eric Lauer. Oh, man, Eric Lauer has been great. I saw that you had him. I was really upset. Yes. 
Eric Lauer <laughs> saved my butt, and as a result, I went from getting called out in the chat to you're about to get relegated to being the sixth seed. Yeah, and, and you're facing me. Yeah. And uh, I will say this: I'm tied with uh, with second place, but I yep. uh, lost uh, through the season to them. I think it was a tie and a loss, so I got third, and they yep. got a bye. That's a uh, Brandon Lundberg, mm-hmm. one of our database engineers. Uh, and oh man, I, if I had lost this week, I would have still made the playoffs, and you would and not I would be not in the playoffs. Have. Yeah, one hundred. <laughs> and I checked on Saturday, and I believe you were losing I was Friday. Losing. I was losing entering Sunday. Yes, and I was yeah. like, well, and it, it, it looked like it was like seven nothing or something insane. It was six to one. Okay, but it, was, it was all really close, and my offense came around a little bit. And sure, you but know, looking I, at that peak, I was like, I'm I wanted, done. I wanted the number two seed. I wanted that buy. Yeah. Well, I think it was who ended up getting it, Rick. Uh, no, Brandon. It was Brandon, or I thought Rick ended up pulling it out because I thought you lost to him twice, and that oh, was the tiebreaker. Oh, maybe tie that's it. that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah. I think that's what ended up happening. Yeah, because and I, I really thought that's by what the was way, Rick face. Graham. I was saying that's on the stream today. Um, I don't say it enough. I think Rick Graham might be the most underappreciated analyst I know. Why? Because of all the great relief pitch work. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it he's, not, he's been doing this for years and years. Yeah. He does three of them a week. Yeah. And he's just, he kills it. He constantly is in the running for this. He's won this Legacy League. Mm-hmm. You know, fast. You got to do it. You know, I've done it. I, I won the Legacy League. Rick has won it. I'm I'm doing ben my Pernick best. Has won it. I'm doing my best. I I but I we are getting close. I might win Tout. Are you? I'm I am yeah. still in first place coming into the final. What is it? Three weeks of the season. Right. I am up by five five points. I have not. I have. I don't. I don't even want to say. You haven't been out of first since when? I, it's over. I think it's like fourteen weeks. Oh my god! Fast. So if I do, and then before that I was in second. Right. So if I don't, it doesn't I, matter. I will be if you don't devastated. win, if you don't win the pitcherless legacy league, it's nothing. <laughs> it is nothing. No, uh, I, I, sadly, yeah. I uh, I got ousted by Frank Stample last week. Um, yeah. I was uh, once again actually in a tie for second place to get a buy and didn't get it in yeah, tout. So I had to face Frank. He had a fantastic week. I didn't have a good one. Uh, and that is that. But I'm ready for next year. I feel like I've learned a good amount of this. I feel I feel much better. How are you feeling? Oh, you're already winning. I'm How already you- winning. Why am I winning? Because <laughs> Anthony Rizzo pinch hit and got a run. Yes, uh, that's unbelievable. That boy Rizzo. How are you feeling <laughs> about this matchup? What is the state of your team coming into this? Do you realize who I'm streaming today for you against you? Uh, is it? Espino? Oh yeah, that's very funny. And he gets he gets Miami, so he gets Miami. I like. I think I was just so shocked that I made the playoffs that I didn't even stream it. I think your pitching staff is not very good. My, uh, that's an understatement. Yeah, it, it is, is not it is very. good. I feel very confident together. Honestly. And I and I'm missing Chris Sale for the week. Yeah, I'm missing. Well, actually, here's the thing: Giolito comes back tomorrow. Yes, Alex Wood could ostensibly it's not come a two star week. It's not a two star no. week. That's true. But Blake Snell going down. That really, hurt. Really oh hurts yeah, that me. really hurt you. Definitely. So I, I'm not feeling. That's why I told you I wasn't feeling confident because my pitching staff is is really yeah, but this, atrocious. This is what I do when I play Mario Kart. Well, Mario Kart, rather I should say. Uh, like, I have a friend. I'm not good. Uh, well, it's just like I'm in fourth, entering the last lap, and I say to my friends, "Oh, I don't got this one," and then I win it. Okay, I will never. I will not lose to you in Mario Kart ever. Never. Oh yeah, I am uh, like I'm talking about in a full circle. How have we like, never? How circuit. have we never played Mario Kart? Yeah, before? yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's fine. I probably because you don't want to lose to me that bad. I mean, I have it. It's uh, in the other room on the Switch. Yeah. Okay. What? And then I'll bring over my. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll beat you with whatever controller. It doesn't matter. I mean, I have GameCube controllers. Let's do this. I'm not doing it on the GameCube controller. Oh, that's the only way to go. No, it's not. That's not true. Wow. Oh, oh wow. The, the way that makes you win is the way to do it. <laughs> No, it sounds like it's going to be a competitive week anyway, for us. Anyway, uh, we, we, we heard that people enjoyed us talking about our fantasy leagues a little bit, so we decided to do that a bit today. 
Yeah, I, I think yeah. I have the better offense, and you far and away have the better pitching. You, I mean, yeah, my offense has not been a stir. I mean, it's it's actually it's good. It's it's good, but it doesn't you know have like Juan Soto, for example. Yeah, exactly. Well, it is funny too because remember that's very funny. We come back to the beginning of the season where you took, uh, I took Soto, you took Degrom. Oh, yeah, right. All- Degrom has been out. You know, but that's so funny because I really rude the day that 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 uh, I had to I make that decision. But hey, you know, I lost Patrick Sandoval in the season. Yeah, know? that's brutal. I mean, you have so many pitchers going tonight too. You have Manoa, Sandy Alcantara, and Wainwright. You've got a great. I know. Great it's shocking. Staff. I have Sandy Alcantara. Can you believe <laughs> yeah, it? Can you? Well, can? I have I have him in tout too. So whoever he does, I'm, yes! I'm totally happy with. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I know this is a complete tangent here, but uh, there have been a lot of talks. I mean, September is kind of the month that I start thinking about what ranks will be next year. Right, because I, I always say I'm terrible at this. Yeah, I like to think like, oh, you can get this guy into whatever round next year, and like, no, everyone is in on that guy next. Yeah, like, yeah. Those days are over. I am really struggling to understand. I mean, I remember entering this season, uh, I made the statement, be like, hey guys, this is the year where we act like there's no SP depth, and there is, and then we enter 2022 and we say like, oh, there is so much. That's always just what happens. There's a lot, and there actually is a little, mm-hmm. and when there's a little, there's actually a lot, right? Because mm-hmm. we just don't know who it is. So next year, there are so many, so many like legit SP2s, right? And where is Sandy Alcantara is going to, I don't know where he's going to land. You know, am I going to be able to get him in the fourth round next year? Or is it, can I get him in the seventh? Do I have to go in the third or so? Mm. I have, there's so many guys, not to mention ones that are returning. Shane Bieber so not even was, included right yeah. now. Justin Verlander, where are we going to put Justin Literally, Verlander? that was the first person I was going to ask you. Is he inside the top 30 or is he like 50? Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's going to be totally driven by spring training and what his velo looks like in spring training. Uh, what are you going to do with Clevenger? Yeah, oh, right, Clevenger. Totally yeah. forgot about him. What are you going to do with uh, but, uh, with Sixto Sanchez? But then there's like, okay, well, who would you rather have, Blake Snell or Aaron Nola next year? Mike Clevenger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair, I mean, I asked Twitch chat today, and they were kind of undecided. They did lean Nola, which is, I think, where I'm going. Yeah. But it's, I mean, there's so many. Wasker and Noah, what are you going to do with him? Yeah, Denilson Lamette. Even like yeah, even like Ian Anderson, kind of because he had a right. lost season. Charlie Morton's coming back. God, yeah. What do you do with Adam Wainwright? What do you do with that? There is so much, and it, it's it, I don't know. It's exciting for me because it just reinforces the yes, I get to get my hitters and not feel terrible. Yeah, strategy, right? Man, so there's yeah. so much to do. Yeah, and guess what? I will be doing the live stream the day after the regular season ends. I will be. <laughs> screaming into the ethos. It must be stopped. As I... <laughs> I must be stopped! <laughs> as I say, why did I choose this? As I spend four hours trying to craft my way too early top 100 for next year. It's going to be a lot of fun. You should definitely tune in for, to yeah, that. That's, uh, that's going to be on Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash PitcherList on October 4th. I believe that Monday will be at noon Eastern time. All right, perfect. Um, that's not what you're here to listen to us ramble about, although we did want to talk a little about our fantasy teams because people commented that they did exactly, wish that we yeah. heard them talk about it more. But with that said, we're going to move into the, the today's uh, episode, which is really, it's not just about the list, right? The list came out today. Obviously, it's once again this, this I don't know if I can call it an opus now because I called it an opus last week and there was more last week and there was less this week, um, but it's a great novel. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, sure, um, sure. With that said, this article focuses on rest of season schedule, takes that into account, guys that you're going to be able to do for multi-start weeks, guys that, you know, have a really, you know, you're going to be able to stream them once, probably hold on to them for the rest of your playoffs, and there is so much fantastic information in there, and I highly recommend that you check it out on the page. So what we're going to do today, then, 
is we're actually going to go starting Tuesday because this comes out late Monday night, early morning Tuesday. Right. We're going to go down day by day, step by step, and we're going to uh, do a start or sit right. for each person. We're going to use the uh, probables grid provided by roster resource on Fangraphs. Yeah. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Good job, Jason. It is truly unbelievable. And listen, I'm, we're, there's going to be some that were just like start them, sit them, because you really don't need to know about Garrett yeah. Cole or Alexander Wells so, versus the Yankees or Orioles. So this is a funny thing. Again, if you like, if you enjoy me just complaining about the choices in my life that led me to do this, uh, watch these streams that I do, these four-hour ones, because I mean, it's impossible to rank 150 guys yeah. based on like three starts each or so. And generally how I do the list, it's like, no, no, I can just do the essence of what they do and kind of overlook schedule. Just sure. Like, in general, we've got a long season. Things can, you know, play out a certain way. Uh, so I, I put them into six tiers, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the auto starts, which is pretty much just like their quality of uh, their ability is just so good that unless they have, like, the worst schedule, they are in this top tier. Yep. Okay, I'm not going like, to just go into the, yeah, but this start against Atlanta versus this guy against the Pirates. No, no, just... You're gonna start this guy. Let's not let's not worry about this. Then there's a likely start tier, which is they have they have pretty good quality. They're not debatably an ace, and they have a good enough schedule, and they're there. Then you have questionable, which is like half and half of like maybe I'll start them, maybe I won't. Unlikely is maybe one or two starts, and I really actually ranked them based on like featuring Paulo Espino. <laughs> yes, either two starts that he has. Yep. It's Miami and Rocky Road, mm-hmm. and then it's I think Astros twice or something terrible at Cincinnati at Colorado. Uh, okay, th- yeah, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. So do not. I'm not going for those two, but it's okay. That's that's fine. Do not start here. Is is there anything that could actually go right for them here? Mm-hmm. And then the do not is just please don't put your th- yourself through this. Yeah. So and that, that's how I'm doing this. So I think that's six tiers. The benefit of that, too, is well, now with that and with this podcast, you have a really good idea of what you should do for the rest of season and what you should do for this week, right? right. Because we're going to be able to delve into some of the unlikelies, like Paulo Espino, who does have that unlikely uh, label, but is a start this week. I want you to tell me all the good things about him. Because he's going to laugh in your face. That's totally fine. Oh, how many innings do you need in our league? 15 or 20? Oh, is that your goal? Is I mean, do, I might as might? well, right? Oh, interesting. I mean, I, I literally have no choice to win Ks. I don't have much of a choice to win wins. Is this a bluff right now? Because then I might, I might lower, you know, I might have a couple good starts and then sit on that and then we'll play chicken the entire week. Depends on what happens tonight, baby. Uh, so I remember beating you in the playoffs, I think, two years ago when I okay. won. Mm-hmm. And you weren't even paying attention for whatever reason. Really? I, I remember you had a much better team than me. You were the number one seed. I was like the four or something. Yeah, like Chris Sale. You were killing it. I don't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You had like this amazing season. Yeah. And you weren't paying attention. I didn't even mention the entire week that I was playing you. And I totally like, there were certain days that I know you sh- you were just going to automatically do something. It's like, all right, I got this. You know, and I, I just won like six to four or something. You're so welcome. now it feels weird. So now you have an asterisk. Uh, next no. year championship because I didn't even start my. So you're saying well, you didn't no, no. deserve that championship? Oh, I'm saying I did because I played you. I think you're saying I, you didn't deserve that championship. Or did, yeah. I think you <laughs> didn't deserve that championship. <laughs> you pressed the wrong button. <laughs> Get out of here. Get off of Is my it board. The blue one? I don't know because it makes you sad. Why would you Is want it that? Is it that blue one? That's no. what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, but right. So so I'm looking forward to this one because this is going to be a fun. Chess match. You were you were just you know whatever doing your thing. I was like, all right, well I'm gonna do everything and win this. Now I gotta like, oh I yeah, gotta yeah, work. yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be, it's gonna a, be great. Uh, I also have you know how much fob money I have. We gotta we gotta make a bet right now. No, for the next podcast. For what? What do you want the other person to say on the podcast? Because you know I'm I mean I'm gonna win. I, I, I gotta no, think. No, I don't this. believe I'm gonna win. 
You don't believe you're going to win. No. I, I'm going to try. I don't believe I'm going to win. What would you What would you want me to say? Hmm? I want you to go through every curse word in the book. No, um, come on. No one. I don't, I don't have anything that I want you to say. Yeah, I'm not interested in this bet. Yeah, fair enough. You know what I mean? Okay. I just, I love you. All right, guys, send us, send us a tweet about what you think it would be a good thing. And a good spirit. Nothing that's like actually negative or whatever. Just like a funny thing. I want you to admit on stream that I'm the better Mario Kart player. Well, well you don't, I mean, okay. I, I'm willing to take that side of it. I want to do it. <laughs> I want to show you. I wish one day I could just come over and we do that like epic every course. Like oh, that's man. my favorite. I d- I used to do that with my wife on long flights. Be like, all right, here we go. We're doing every we're doing every she course. She didn't do it with you, did she? Hell no. She did like sixteen. Yeah, yeah, she was right. like, let she it did, end. She did sixteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, of it's courses. like a four hour flight. Like uh, it takes up an hour and a half. Yeah. All right, we got to move through through these uh, through these starts. <laughs> if you if if I win, we're doing a three hour podcast. <laughs> three hour podcast <laughs> where we live stream Mario Kart. Oh, absolutely. Uh, all right, we might go a little bit long in this podcast. I'm so sorry, everybody. That I would do. A three lot, hour? No, not a three hour, but I would do a live stream Mario Kart with you where I come over and we live okay, stream wait, us wait. playing against each other. Okay. Okay, if I win, we're doing that? No, I don't want to promise anything. <laughs> fine. For we'll the think people. About it. We'll think about For it. For the if people. If the people want to see it, I'll do it. Please if the tweet people endlessly <laughs> this week. Yeah. Seriously. If we get, if at we get, Fast 8 or at PitcherList, yeah. tweet us. If I get, if I get five separate people to at me, I'll do it. Guys, that, yeah. that's that's easy. Don't you go to the Discord and, oh, and use it. them. You can't do that. <laughs> then that's null and void. They have to, of their own volition, yeah, you can't yeah, bring it yeah. up. You can't okay. DM okay. nothing. All right, we're going to go through, I, and I, it's great that we're starting with this one because it's a really difficult head scratcher. Are you starting Alexander Wells against the Yankees? I mean, you know, I want to go to the Wells anytime I can. No, no, no. of course not, no. You know, I want to Fargo Wells. Very good. Very nice. Very, very nice. Uh, we're going to burn through the ones that are evident. You're obviously starting Yavaldi against Seattle. Obviously starting Cole against Baltimore. Drew Rasmussen against Toronto. Definitely not. So he throws not. super hard. Oh, really? He throws 97. Okay. But he doesn't have a secondary pitch. Like, his slider just is not enough, and the Rays generally throw him five innings. There is, like, an outside chance of Rasmussen. <laughs> By the way, I always think that's, like, a like a pharaoh's name. Yeah. So you know what that movie would be called? What? Rapsodo of Rasmussen. <laughs> Nick, we are 16 minutes into this podcast, dude. But anyway, I think there is something interesting about him if over the offseason he does get a secondary pitch. But obviously, I mean, Toronto is just absurd right now, and you do not want to put him in harm's way. For me, I'd probably, uh, I mean, who cares? But I'd probably say sit because if I was going to stream him, it would be, if it it was a weaker team and I could get a win, maybe I would, but Toronto is just insane right now. Five innings with with Ross Musing could work. Yeah. It throws, again, throws hard, really nice 97 mile per hour fastball. But yeah, it's the Jays, man. You can't do that. Yeah, so it's a sit. Oh, absolutely. Okay, great. All right. Um, Jose Barrios against Tampa Bay. That's a start. So he this is one's a flag. Yeah. You got to keep doing it. Yeah. This one's our first interesting one. Lucas Giolito, great upside. Still ill, though. It's, it's the Angels. What's the worst that would happen? He gets shelled for like five run runs it's and he Angels. only has 70 pitches. It's the Angels. You, you do that. <sighs> I guess you're, you're going to start him against me. Uh, we'll see. Oh, because you're doing the reliever thing. But if, if you're not doing, if, you, if, if you weren't doing the reliever thing, yeah, I, I mean, I de- I probably still will. Yeah. I think for me personally, it's a Tuesday, uh, so it's early enough that re- depending on the results, you can pivot your strategy mm. in a, in a category sure, league. Yeah. And in a points league, he's probably going to get you some points. Okay. Um, okay. So this brings us to another interesting one. Tristan McKenzie, definite start. You're going to start Logan Allen in no. game two of a doubleheader against Minnesota. No, no, no. Generally, I've, I. I've been debating this a lot about does it benefit or hurt a pitcher for a doubleheader, and generally mm-hmm. I think I've seen guys go uh, shorter, uh, fewer innings, because they, they only have so many innings then you need the bullpen to go to, which generally those are, those are good pitchers that will help. 
So, yeah. Allen, I would expect like four innings from here. Yeah, I feel like it's dependent on the first game of that doubleheader. Sure. Should it go to extras? McKenzie's effective. Right. They but- also have an off day before, so they have more fresh uh, uh, pitchers, and they have an off day on Thursday. So they'll be inclined to go to that bullpen. All right. Uh, so what about Willie Peralta, who is going up against the uh, Brewers? This is not the worst start you'll ever find, but do not do that. It's Willie Peralta. So you are, are you more prone to taking risks earlier on in the week, or you want to take your risks later in the week? Uh, later. I'll be more conservative if I have a good rotation. Yeah. For anyone curious, four innings pitch, no, uh, excuse me, one earned run, three walks, three Ks against Pittsburgh. If he's doing that against Pittsburgh last week, you got to figure Miami be a little bit scarier. Uh, man, I I'm remember. Milwaukee, by the way, not Miami. Oh, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah I thought that's yeah. what I said. Maybe I was wrong. Um, Jackson Cower. Uh, obviously, great CSW in that start where he got lit up by the Orioles. Six innings pitch, six earned runs, three walks, seven Ks. Are you kind of betting on a bounce back here and starting him against Oakland? People are calling me crazy about this. About I kind of like Coar against. Uh, it's Coar. Yeah, wow. again against the A's. I know it's not. Uh, I'm not. I didn't stream him against you. So that, I mean, I want to. I'm putting my money where my mouth is, right? So like, it's a sit. I didn't. I, but I will say for those that are really looking at this week and saying, "Man, there's just like nothing on the wire." Kowar is the sneaky one. If you really need to go for something, 14 whiffs between slider and changeup against your Orioles. Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds weird. Uh, there is a difference to me in when it comes to a bad start. Yes, it was it was six innings of six earned runs against your, your wonderful Baltimore Birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a difference between a bad inning and another home run that's allowed than a laborious start. Sure. And this wasn't a laborious one. He had a lot of trouble in the first and then allowed a two-run homer in the third. And otherwise, I mean, otherwise, fine. But still, he still had 16 whiffs in that game. His stuff was better than I thought. The slider actually came out to play, finally. Mm. There, there is light here. We're talking 46% CSW on the slider across 26 thrown in that start for Kowar. And he's still throwing 96, 95, 96. So there, there is intrigue here. Uh, eh, not the worst thing. Joe Ryan uh, against Cleveland in game one of a doubleheader? Yeah, I think I'm in. You're I think you I have mean, him, I, so you're going to start yeah, him. Yeah, I am going to start him against you. I'm, I'm giving you all the intel. That's that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Barnes in game two of that doubleheader. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I think Joe Ryan is, has a really good fastball. The slider isn't as good, but it has played well so far. He did excel through the minors with it. I have had my questions. about the, It's about 92 velocity or so thus far with it. Is it really that much of a – does it get that much ride? Mm-hmm. Or rise, I should say, uh, that like it gets, you know, gets guys out, but – so far, so good, and he did well against Cleveland last time. I'll do it again. Uh, next up, we have Zach Granke in what will be a still ill coming off the COVID IL against care. Texas. It's against Texas. It's Zach Granke. He'll throw strikes and everything's fine. Okay, so this brings us to one which is a little bit more interesting. A difficult schedule, but actually a really nice performance in his last start, and that's Packy Naughton, who went up against San Diego, where a lot, bunch of people, myself included, probably would have benched him, where he went uh, five innings pitched with four, no, it wasn't, it was, excuse me, five innings pitched with no one runs, two walks, five Ks, just 72 pitches thrown, so still getting a bit stretched out. He ended up the day with like a 25% CSW, so it wasn't fantastic. Would you take a risk against the White Sox who like to swing and miss? No, definitely not. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Uh, no, no, don't don't get, uh, he throws like 91. Uh, the stuff isn't that great. Just don't do this. Frankie Matos is a start against Kansas City. Tyler Anderson against Boston. No. Okay. I, it's been a really nice stretch with Tyler Anderson. He has this start and another start that I think it's Houston after that. But then he gets actually like two nicer ones that maybe he can recover against. Jordan Lyles against Houston? No. All right, so this comes up to another very interesting one. I don't think it would be a yes if it was at home, but it's actually on the road, and that's Tuki Toussaint at home against the Rockies. Rocky road for Tuki Toussaint? 
uh, the thing is, he isn't going deep into games right now. He's thrown three innings mm-hmm. in, in the last couple months. But the pitches have been there, 62 in the last one for Tukey. It's, it, I could see him going five innings in like 70, 75, right? Uh, there are going to be worse options here. I don't really want to do it. He hasn't been curveball focused. That's yeah. his best pitch. And he's been using it as his third pitch, not as his second. It should really even be his first. So not not a big fan right now. I'm going to say no as well, also because uh, that pitch count can get run up easily because of the walks. And also, if you're going to be streaming someone, I want a little bit more. I want at least some innings that are guaranteed. And then I still want to be able to have a little bit more of that K upside. Like mm. Jackson, to me, I would rather do. Because yeah. you know you're going to get the innings. You're probably going to get the Ks. The command should theoretically be better. Yeah, I get that. Um, Jesus Cesardo against the Nationals. I'm very much in. Okay. Uh, the fact that he's reduces fastballs to about 40% and lower. And finally, really embracing that change of a curveball. Ooh, sign me up. All right. Uh, Marcus Stroman is a definite start yep. against the Cardinals. I, I I hope this doesn't show my ignorance. And I do check the standings virtually daily. I completely just forget that the Cardinals are like a, a pretty much two games out. Yeah, yeah like it, they can, They've been quietly succeeding. They, that's what it's been. Like, they have literally been quietly just climbing right. the rank. And they're not going to win the division. That's impossible. Hey, but they're going to – they could very well make that second I mean, wild card. They're, they're two, uh, they're two trade deadline trains. trades are really the most impactful ones I've seen. The two trade deadline <laughs> trades. Can you tell me who they are? No, I don't even know if they I remember. They're essentially the same pitcher twice. Who is it? They're both southpaws. Okay. And they're boring as anything. Who are – oh, John Lester. Yeah. And then who was the other one? J. Um, Hap. That's right. Oh my God. Yeah, I they're love making that, that work somehow. I mean, Lester's actually been twice. He took down the Reds, mm. which is just all right, I guess. And J. Hap just took down the Reds again. I mean, the other time he got shellacked. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's been working. Wainwright's amazing. Like, yeah. Amazing. It really is just the AARP. Uh, Michaelis. So I wonder how that's going to pan out. Uh, Kim got moved from the rotation to the bullpen. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of see how that plays out. It's really just Wainwright. No Flaherty. No Flaherty. Yeah. It's going to be maybe out of the bullpen. That's the hope at this point. Oh man, I, you feel like it's not going to last. It can't. It, uh, yeah, not with Jake Woodford rounding out that rotation. Hey, that's the Amish Mustang. <laughs> that's his new nickname, the Wood F- Ford. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Marcus Stroman is a start against the Cardinals, though. You're still going to start him. So, what about Kyle Gibson going up against the Cubs? Been a little bit rough. How do you feel about that one? Um, so obviously he gets shellacked by Miami, so you can't be like, oh well, it's an easier offense. And like Frank Schwindel is on fire, like that man. It is, is kind of nuts. Uh, and the Brewers also gave him a tough time over the weekend, where he lost his command again. Yeah, it's, it's so it's weird, but it's the Cubs. I don't know Schwindel, whatever, but. It's still not a good offense at all. No, it really isn't. I think um, I think this is probably one of the, the one of the shots that I would take. You would, yeah. I think I would go ahead and take it. I'm leaning yes as well, but I mean, what what a year it's been for Kyle Gibson, huh? Yeah, it really been kind of up and down, up and down, and then recently a lot more down than it has I been mean, up. This was your boy. I loved Kyle Gibson, yeah. and, and then he just kept proving it over and over and over again. That first half was unreal. It's uh, What a wonderful Vargas rule that was. It was, because it was one of the longer ones we've had in quite some time. Oh, yeah. I mean, true Vargas rule is like two, three months. This gave it a run for its money. Oh, yeah. Might have to change that name up each year. Oh, yeah, there you go. Uh, the Gibson rule. Um, okay, so this is an interesting one, too, just because of the opponent. Eric, so we, we both agree Kyle Gibson to start. Eric Fetty against Miami. So I say don't trust the feds. Mm-hmm. All unless, the time. Unless they rhyme with Larlins. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore. Really, Eric Fede against the Marlins. Like, he's done this multiple times, and you just 
You just start him against the Marlins, and that's it. He came off a really nice. I'm mean, not really nice. He gave up three home runs against the Braves, but <laughs> seven Ks and no walks. It's very impressive for Eric yeah. Fetty. It's not really what you're usually talking about with him. So you are starting him. Adrian Sampson is a sit against oh, Philly. Yes, easy. Wade Miley, obvious start against Pittsburgh. Freddie Peralta start against Detroit. Dylan Peters sit against Cincinnati. Jake Woodford sit against the Mets. Oh, yeah, Woodford, yeah, Amish Mustang, no way. Luke Weaver, sit against the Dodgers. John Gray at Atlanta. So he hasn't been quite the same uh, since that July run. He had that forearm issue, and it's weird saying, and I don't really know how much I want to believe it, but historically, John Gray has been better in cores than he has been on the road. Okay. And this is Atlanta. Atlanta's not a a joke. They They are a good offense. I would be very careful here. So what are you doing? I'm not. I'm sitting him. Okay. Tony Gonsolin, that's a start against Arizona. Jake Arrieta, that's a sit against the Giants. Will you dare doubt Tony Disco again? Going up against the Padres. I have him Padres. as a questionable start, so yeah, I guess that's a start against the Padres. I think you just got to do it and run So the in. only, uh, there there are two two nemesises of like pitchers. There's mm-hmm. the Dodgers. Nemesis? Nemesis, yeah. Is something it? Something like that. Is it? Uh, something like that. I don't know. I'm genuinely asking. Nemesises? <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, that's the missus. <laughs> yeah. This is the missus? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Anthony Escofani against the Dodgers. He finally overcame them, which yeah, is cool. Yeah. The other one is um, James Caprillion. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right you now? You did it! Caprillion. Nailed it! Boom. So back to Tanactin. Hey, no! Where's the sad one? There is the sad one. The wah, wah, you did? Yeah. Oh, I would have made a click of these buttons willy-nilly. That's why I told you that. Okay. Because it's still there. And James Caprillion... He he cannot handle the Rangers. By the way, mm. it's 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 hilarious. He's had them six times. Okay, <laughs> and it's the it. Rangers. Yeah, I feel like the Dodgers that Tony Disco had to deal with, but he still can't do it anyway. Descafani's past that now. He's been fine. He had a good slider last time out against. And the Padres, honestly, they're a neutral offense right now. They're not yeah. excelling like they should. Sure. Yeah. So I'm okay with that one. All right, we're going to go back up from San Francisco, and we're going to stay with Scott Kazmir against San Diego. <laughs> That's a sit. Yeah. Joe Musgrove of the Giants. It stinks, but you got to start him. Yeah, Musgrove, I mean, the whole Padres have a terrible schedule the rest of the way. Musgrove, though, I think I'm just going to blindly start. Julio Urias against Arizona must oh, yeah. start. Antonio Senzatella at uh, Atlanta. Yeah, I know. Senzatella, Senze is just, I, I wouldn't. You know, the, the ceiling isn't very high. It's a, always a, you're putting yourself in the situation for a grave mistake that it's Kendall Graveman doesn't get any strikeouts. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you do with Sensatella. And by the way, side note, Julio Urias, yeah. he's doing all the success with just fastball curveball. His changeup is not nearly what it used to be. And it's hilarious to me. That's like, fine. what if Urias actually got his changeup? It, it would be crazy. Yeah. It would be crazy. Anyway, as Sensatella, there's, there's always an outside chance that he does well. It's, he's a werewolf in this way. Like, once a month, he just shows up and does amazing things. Okay. Merrill Kelly is a sit against the Dodgers. John Lester starting against the Mets. You're not going to get the Ks, but there's a good chance you I could get a win. I wouldn't do that. No? No, John Lester's not this good. It's But he but all year he's been not this good. You know what well, I mean? He hasn't. Well, what's the season marks? I don't, I don't think it's a, very favorable. For no, John you're Lester. right. I think he got blown up in the middle of the season. Right now he's got a 4.75 ERA and a 5.42 FIP. So, yes, not great. Um, but he's been, he's been, yeah. I wouldn't want my playoff season to be on the back of John Lester. Yeah, that's very valid. I guess he also hasn't had a start with fewer than two walks until July, since July. Mm. Uh, and that scares me a little bit, too, with uh, four walks in that last outing. So, so, yeah, uh, so right. this is this is on Wednesday, I assume, right? This is on Wednesday, or, correct, okay. yeah. 
So, I'll, I'll, yeah, all right, I'll get behind you. I'll say sit. Mitch Keller is a sit against the Reds. Brandon Woodruff start against Detroit. Uh, Vladimir Gutierrez start against Pittsburgh. Alec so, Mill. So hold on. No. Oh. Gutierrez has not had his command. Uh, it's been kind of weird lately. I mean, I'm going to start Vladimir Gutierrez, but I just want to validate those like, oh, no, Gutierrez has not been as good um, as he should be. I actually just picked him up in our league. Mm-hmm. He was dropped because he was that bad. Yeah. Right. So it's uh, he, he's been his fastball command has not been as good. The last start was okay, but the fastball wasn't what like I, I'm used to seeing starts of Vladimir Gutierrez where the fastball is located in one quadrant, sure. right? Quadrant in like the up and into righties or uh, inside to lefties as well, and it's been sporadic lately. So he's not the guy that we thought he was like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but it's, if I know team. it's such a nice schedule. It's amazing, but we've seen guys not take advantage of schedules. Josiah Gray. You know, it's yeah. been rough for some guys that we feel like they should obviously take advantage. So I'm not going to rule it out, but I am starting. Yeah, I guess you. too. It feels like <laughs> it feels like we've seen that command more so than we've seen it go away, right? Right, but it's just been the past couple of weeks, though. Okay. Um, I'll, I'm, yeah, so we're in agreement, even with that caveat, to start Alec Mills at Philly. Oh, man, you were talking to me about he's like the most consistent pitcher. Yeah, from the game score studies that I was doing, uh, he has the least variation overall between good and bad starts. You kind of always know exactly what you're going to get from him, which is usually like not bad, but you're right. not going to get more than like, five strikeouts maybe but you're also not going to get more than two walks you're not going to in all likelihood get more than like seven hits maybe eight he's had a few here and there so it's just going to be like he's to me he's spider-man he is like right the, he is uh, the ultimate toby i wish i had uh baffled crazy that is toby uh the most mediocre yeah uh sound clip that i have for the stream i should be inside of this it's right yeah. here no! <laughs> This entire thing. The other ones are scary. I don't want you to hit them. Uh, it's, well, you just got to tell me where it is. It's just random themes. All right. Well, you got to tell me where the wah, 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 wah is. No, don't All ruin right. our podcast. All right. Fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm already amply trying to do that. So is that a sit or a start for Mills, though? Oh, I, I would say I would say a sit. It doesn't do enough. If I'm chasing a win, if I'm like, no, I you, need yeah. to get a win, then you would last long enough. But but it's also against the Phillies, and that offense isn't great. So is he going to get you the win? You know, some people will say, I think I saw someone uh, today say, like, yeah, but they are a playoff team. They're fighting for something. Sure. But I don't I don't know if that really sways me at all. You know, does it really change on any other given day? Not really. I So, yeah, Alec Mills, in general, Mills is not for me. Very nice. I always think that, too. Like, when you're talking about, like, the poorer players that they're playing against, the teams that are going up against... Uh, like, like playoff teams. Yeah. yeah, like those guys are still playing for jobs. Like yeah. Frank Schwindel is playing to they be on the team can't. next year. Exactly. Yeah. There's so much. And also, they enjoy the game. Yeah, They exactly. don't want to just oh, like, yeah. oh, no, this isn't necessarily work. Like, no, they're cool. Let's play baseball. It's yeah. great. That's a great point, too. Um, Josh Rogers at Miami. Did you know he existed before you just said his name? I was very confused <laughs> who he was. <laughs> I think that says enough. Okay. Sitting. Ranger Suarez start against the Cubs? Oh, yeah. All right. Tyler McGill. Okay, so Tyler McGill. This is interessante. <laughs> Says the man, yeah, you've been doing Duolingo. Yes, 285 yeah. consecutive days. Oh, my God. I am so impressed. Thank you. You know, it, it's amazing. I am terrible at Spanish. Lo siento. <laughs> I, but, that means, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> See, 285 <laughs> days. That's all I got. Um, but uh, with, uh, with Tyler McGill. So, do you know, like, kind of his repertoire, what he does, what his plan of attack is, any of that? 
Um, I'm trying to remember because I talked about him this past weekend. I know he's four seamer curveball changeup. Right. Okay. So it's yeah, it's a slider, slider changeup fast before seamer, right? Okay. But you remember from the weekend how he dominated. It was fourteen whiffs on the, it was on the four seamer. Yeah. But how he dominated before when he had like a two ten year rate to kick off his career and stuff. Mm -hmm. That was changeup based. Oh, that's interesting. And it, we haven't really seen that changeup return much. So I'm a little worried that he won't be able to succeed this much with that four seamer. Uh, this is against the Cardinals. We've been calling it the Cardinal rule all year because the Cardinals in the middle of the summer were just an atrocity mm. offensively. I think they've gotten better since, so I haven't really they used have to. It. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, it's close. I think I'm going to lean start here for McGill after having such a good heater. I think so, too. I mean, it was the ninth best CSW performance for a four-seamer on the year. Is that right? Yeah, ninth wow. best. I mean, it was like up there with like Garrett wow. Cole and stuff. Uh, and but I do think what was more shocking too there was there were a lot of called strikes and it was against the Yankees. So like, get your bats off your shoulders. So there are, yeah, there are, that's often a thing though with heaters. Like you can see these high CSW marks just because guys like one day like you know what we are going to be passive and we want to you know our game plan today is to just to take a lot of first base strikes or just to let heaters come in because we feel better taking down their breaking stuff and. It was a cat and mouse to go with it. Ridiculous. Uh, Trevor Rogers start against uh, the Nationals. Oh, yeah. Huascari Noah, Colorado. That's Rocky a start. Road. Yep. Koei Uihara. Nope. No. No. Yeah, no. That's against the Astros. Yep. Absolutely not. Marco Gonzalez against Boston. Gonzalez has been kind of decent, but not against Boston. Uh, I wouldn't do it against Boston. Come on. You're going to do it against Boston? I want to cry. I'm not um, interrupting you this time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to sing the entirety <laughs> of, uh, of pet sounds. Um, oh, there it is! Uh, I finally did it. No, you're right. I'm being done. Um, I would not do it. Sean Manaya, you start against the Royals. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's up to 93 plus now. Again. Okay. He was down to 91. Yeah, he, yep. Now, the, the big question with Manaya, last two starts are against Houston. So he has this good start. He has another good matchup. And then hopefully his changeups and curveballs are down by then because that might be kind of testy. Yeah. Or just getting to the point where it's like your playoffs are going to dictate, you're going to do a lot of wonky stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What matters most, of course, is right now. But still, that's just something to think about. I have so many. The closest I ever came to winning my home league was all came down to me ending up sitting Sunday Alcantara like three years ago. Oh, I remember this. I won the Fangraph Staff League that, that because year. Because of that start? Yeah, because of Sandy Alcantara. Because yeah. his last start against the Nationals. It was against the Mets. It was against the Mets. Mets. Opposite God, Thor. It made me want to It was explode. the best. Maybe it was against the Nats that he got messed up. You rock, Sandy. You oh. rock my world. All right. Um, Alex Cobb. So Alex he, Cobb! Yeah, but he's going to be making his return from the IL, so probably not going to be... And it's the White Sox. Yeah, yeah but you know what? Like... Honestly, like, it wouldn't surprise me if he came out and had, like, eight Ks over five innings. Oh, look at the thing. Yeah, exactly. Look at this thing. Remember how dominant he was when that was working at the beginning of the year? Of course. When a splitter is amazing and he gets first pitch or he gets uh, curveballs for strikes, yeah. then everything's good. Yeah, but that's way too risky uh, to be able to take Jose Urquidy at Texas. I mean, do it. So yeah, Urquidy isn't quite back to normal yet. Uh, but I'm still doing it. Yeah. But, I mean, we're not going to expect 90-plus pitches, I don't think. Maybe he's actually kind of close to it now. But I, I want to see the full breadth of the repertoire returning. We haven't quite seen that yet. Yeah. Uh, wiggity, wiggity, Jax, Jax against Cleveland. <laughs> Jax, is a, he's got a nice combo uh, coming up with his schedule, and that was a wonderful Mortal Kombat joke that you did not acknowledge. He's got a nice combo? Yeah, Jax, the the fighter from Mortal Kombat. It's uh, fine. Uh, is he the one with the metal arms? Yes. Yeah, okay. That's it. That's the guy. You didn't get my reference. Which one was that? It was from Big. 
That's it. <laughs> people are like, did, did, did I pause the podcast? Oh, there you go. Did it stop? Did it stop? Griffin like, Jacks has a nice schedule. Was, uh, also a really good. G- genuine <laughs> silence between us. Sorry. Go on. It's <laughs> funny. It, was, it really made it work. Uh, really nice slider that if he goes five innings, I think there can be something there with Griffin Jacks. Uh, not like if you're going to be desperate for some streams right now, streams right now. There is um, there is something I've been talking about with like the 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 curve of like when is good to stream or not okay and it gets worse in september i generally experience it getting better this season for whatever reason it's worse because i think it's there are more um more injuries than ever so you have a lot more guys going that we do not feel any confidence in yeah and more teams are pulling guys quicker with bullpens as well so you have those two things combined the guys that are normally like oh cool there's just this sturdy guy that we know we don't actually have those Kyle Loesch's <laughs> around, right? Instead, it's replaced by your Griffin Jacks or your uh, your Jake Woodford. Yeah. Right? And you don't feel as confident with them. Griffin Jacks, I can see as being, okay, you know what? There is some potential here. Goes against Cleveland. That could work. The team that has been no-hit three times Yeah, this and year. Zach Plesak has been the losing pitcher all three times. Has he really? Yeah. That's brutal. Unreal. That's uh, brutal. He's saying, please, Zach! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, there you go. Good. Twenty times. That's, God, gonna, that's, be my goal. that's gonna be the name of the podcast. Womp womp. Yeah. Um, Mike Miner start or sit against Oakland? No. Uh, yeah, you can't do it. Uh, Matt Manning no. against Milwaukee. Didn't, you didn't even need to say who the team was. Cal Quantrill at Minnesota. He is doing a legitimate second half Vargas rule. Uh, it's great. I think it's a Vargas rule though. There are gonna be people. I think it's like we talked about it last time. I think I, I, I'm almost calling him the Derek Rodriguez of this year. Oh. So he I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be. No, I think he's just going to be overdrafted next year. Okay, that's very all. good to know. But for now, that's a start. Yes, that's a start. Dallas Keuchel is definitely no. not. It doesn't the Angels? I don't care. Like Keuchel has been so bad. Yeah, it's brutal. Ray start against Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. Michael Walker at Toronto. Walker's been kind of good. He was fine against Detroit, but uh, Toronto. It's, I know you're not doing it, but it, fastball's been good. This changeup has been better. It's it's weird. I think the slider was even good last time. But again, a no, no. Nestor Cortez at Baltimore. Yes. All He's right. been good enough. That's fine with me. Also a great chance at a win. Tanner Houck versus Seattle. I'm doing it. I yeah. mean, look, I know his stuff has is better than the results are. Yeah. Right? Like, the results actually have not been very good for Houck. And we've been, we were so excited about it. nine strikeout games, all this stuff. And the slider really hasn't been that pitch. I hope it should be. It should. I mean, it's the Mariners. This should be a comfortable start for him. Uh, John Means against the Yankees. I would do it. Yeah. I know that was ooh, that was. I don't think I don't think I would. That was around the fire. It's winter time, and that the kids man. like, oh, what was it like in twenty twenty? <laughs> my eyes go roll back into my head. I would say no. They just have so much power, and that he can just like all it takes is two base runners, and he's giving up home runs left and right with I that mean, offense. You sound, you know, you sound just like a Baltimore fan. I guess. Uh, I'm just waiting for. I mean, the Yankees might have finally turned it around today. I'm just waiting for that one game. The, the Blue Jays just scored twenty two against us. Like, I'm just <laughs> waiting for the day that that Yankees offense clicks, and if it's going to, it's going to be this series. That's interesting. I mean, I understand your hesitation with it. Uh, curveball is better. Sure. Uh, fastball has been at 93 plus. It was at 92 and change last time, which is like, come on, get it back up. But I don't know. I, I think that John Means still has enough skill here to make this work. Another guy that's like, what the heck do you do with John Means next year? 
Is it all? Was it all just the injury oh, a, that threw no, him? I'm so excited. He's going to be drafted like the 60th or 70th starter. Yeah, and then you can just take I'm him. So as this is like the exact kind of pick I make. Yeah. Okay. I, I always wonder too if next year if is the year. There's going to be one year where everyone thinks the Orioles are going to be terrible and they're actually great because their farm's going to start turning yeah, around. You keep saying that, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> this year I knew we were going to be terrible. Last year I knew we were going to be terrible. But you know what I mean? It's like the Mariners this year. Hey, the, they're not the worst offense. They're fine and meh, right? Dude. Ryan Mountcastle. Yeah. He just tied Cal Ripken's rookie record for most home runs. Uh, he, he's he's legit. So I don't think it'll be next year that we're like, oh, whoa, hey, the Orioles are actually pretty well, good. I do think it'll be in two so years. So when are you making your signings then? That's really when it happens. Like, you what? have to make your free agent signings. Oh, when are we going to start like playing? Yeah. No, I think that'll be in three years. I oh, think wow. next year we're still pretty poor. Two years we're like, oh, wow, we're actually above a 500 team. Then that's when you do it. Then that's saying. when you do oh, it. Oh, interesting. I would say like you bring in some like legit veteran guys and makes the rookies be like, oh, yeah, cool. Let's like. Let's do this. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to look at exactly what the Astros did when they started to turn around mm-hmm. because I think it's going to be the exact same game plan. Interesting. Oh, you know yeah, I, mean? I wonder why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, although, yeah, it, it should be exciting. I'm very – oh, God, I just can't wait for Grayson Rodriguez. Anyway, <laughs> Chris Ellis is a – we're moving into Thursday. Chris Ellis is a sit against the Yankees. Yes, Jordan he's Mo- had two straight starts of, like, surprisingly good ratios. It's been, like, ten innings of it, but, like, this is kind of weird. He no-hit the Yankees for five innings. Yeah, but that hasn't been hard recently. Well, no, no, I'm, don't worry. It's a sit, but there, are, there are worse guys on your rotation than Chris Ellis. All right, sit. Jordan Montgomery at Baltimore, start. Yep. Dietrich ends against Detroit. Did you know he existed? Hundred percent. No. Yeah, yeah. The ends do not justify the means. Okay. See, because uh, it means and uh, okay. <laughs> but you didn't you already make. Shut it? up. Okay. Let's keep moving. <laughs> uh, Reynaldo Lopez is a start against the Indians. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, he has not been the guy we want him to be, but still, it's good enough. Tyler Alexander starting against Tampa Bay. No, that's T. Lex. His arms are too short. Uh, Carlos Hernandez at Oakland. Yes. Uh, excuse me, in Kansas City, but Oakland. Yeah, yeah, but Carlos Hernandez, he throws 96-plus. You know that, right? Yep. And two secondaries that get whiffs, and even though they didn't last time, I think he had a, how am I going to butter my bread with this? But he'll be fine. All right. Framber Valdez at Texas. Yeah, but you just got bounced by the Angels. I mean, it, it'll be fine. You're doing it, but, you know, I think we recognize, like, this is – it's kind of funny. We talk about in the offseason, like – this guy is 2019, 2020. Let's just mash them together. I think he's in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This actually is in between for two, for Framber sure. Valdez. It's so rare for that to actually happen. <laughs> yeah, but you're starting him. Yeah. All right. Uh, Otani starting against the White yep. Sox. Uh, Paul Blackburn singing in the dead of I night. I kind of like it. Against he's Kansas a Toby. City. He is a Toby against Kansas City. This is a sneaky one. If you're looking for inequality start league. That might be the start you want. Ooh, that's a fun little anecdote. Okay. Because yeah. there are a lot of these guys that you just don't know the names of or whatever. And you're like, whatever, they're not going to survive and stuff. Paul Blackburn actually has the ability to do something. What is it about Paul Blackburn that lets oh, you think Oh, it's that- very, it's it's like, think Tyler Gilbert almost. Of okay. Just like, he shoves fastballs and everything. It, it's not exciting. But it's your like typical Oakland Athletics, like Mike Fires yeah. thing. Texas did just beat him up though. I'm just I'm letting you know if you're looking for a quality start, and you got nothing, that's it. I'm sitting him. Don't you worry. He hasn't had a single quality start all year. What? He has not had a single quality start start all year. Wait, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> he's still gonna get a quality start. <laughs> he, he's never pitched into the sixth. No way. He's been, he's gone five, five and two thirds. Five and two thirds. And then three and two thirds and two and two thirds in his last two. I stand by it. Those were those were those were, those were tough opponents, weren't they? Uh, Texas and Toronto. Yeah, okay. Texas two and two thirds. Yeah, that was a disappointing one. Okay, the ability's still there. All right, I stand by this. All right, uh, Glen Otto, Houston. Ah, I love Glen Otto a bit, but no. Any not. other opponent? I'd be interested. Yeah. Any other? 
Um, a weak opponent. A weak opponent. Yeah, okay. Any other not good opponent. Yeah, I right. Uh, Ian Anderson got his curveball back. Uh, crazy. It was like a 57% CSW. Maybe 71? Uh, it was, was it that high? Someone was that. And I don't remember who it was. Someone was that. <laughs> someone had a 71% CSW on their curveball, and I went bonkers about it. Okay. I think, I think it actually was Ian Anderson. It was unbelievably good in that start. Yeah, and it really came back in terms of usage too. Uh, it was a it was a fifty five percent, fifty five percent. But Who yeah, he that? he amped it up. I think he had thrown fewer than thirty in the first two starts since coming back from the IL, and then he amped it up to thirty one total in that last start. Um, yeah, favor against, the changeup. It's the first time I've really seen the curveball more than the changeup from Ian Anderson. And in those was, previous ones, yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, that's like finally. I mean, he was the previous start before that. He was so lost. Yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah, it was the, like the worst I've seen Ian Anderson. Even so, like I don't know what happened out there. My command was just the, was worse, as bad as it's ever been. And then he rebounded, had an amazing start with it. You should feel great against Rocky Road. Yeah, definitely. You got to real re- feel really confident about that. Zach Wheeler, same way oh, against yeah, Chicago. Yeah, let's go, Zach Wheeler. Kyle Hendricks at Sorry. Philly. So I apologize to everyone for that. Um, Kyle Hendricks, no. <laughs> yeah, there it is. You found it. <laughs> Tried to hide it before. Uh, yeah, Kyle Hendricks, I, he's not been in a good place. Mm. I think he did recover against the Giants, so you might feel better about it against the Phillies. I like it more than Paul Blackburn. Okay. But, yeah, I'm not a fan of it. All right. Tyler Molly, definite start against Pittsburgh. Yes, it's at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about the home runs quite so much. You really should not be taking a chance on Max Kranich. No. Uh, in Pittsburgh versus Cincy. Herman Marquez at Atlanta. You, I, you got to do it. I know. It just shut down he, the Philly Phillies and cores. Yeah, he doesn't really have his slider and curve working like the like the way that they're supposed. To. They're supposed to be like thirty five to forty percent CSW pitches, and they've been both under thirty percent. Okay, and it's not Primo Marquez. But, yeah, I think you have to do it. I think you have to do it, especially that later in the week. Uh, I don't think you really should no. be doing Chris Paddock Absolutely going not. against San Francisco, but you should be doing Kevin Gaussman against he the Padres. He doesn't quite have the splitter. It's, it's His fastball is good, but he doesn't. he's not like the overwhelming splitter that we know. I always think about it like this when it comes down to these playoff starts. It's like I would much rather have started him and been like, fine, it didn't work out, than have him on my bench in the playoffs, and he finally gets the splitter yeah, back. Yeah, right, right. You know I, mean, I mean, you're, you're obviously starting him here, but it's just, can you? You know, he's been good, but hasn't been that, like, top 10 SP great. Totally. We're going to move into Friday. Logan Webb's a start against Atlanta. Yeah, his command was a little bit worse. All of a sudden, it was, like, a sign of, like, oh, this is why, like, long-term Logan Webb isn't such a great thing. Mm-hmm. Because the two-seamer that comes in 92 and 83 found the middle of the play, and, the, yeah, they took advantage of that. It's, uh, it's a little, I don't know, just a little scared. Great. So, if you're already uh, anxious, but you're still going to start him, Nick just made you even more anxious yep, about starting Logan yep. Webb I wish I had Atlanta. a slogan for it, but I don't. The Slinger? No, slogan I, for the Slinger? get it because it's Logan. And ah, Slogan Webb. Um, Blake Snell, I guess we just have to kind of wait and see if yeah, he's going to make it. I don't think he is, is my guess. If he gets removed in the first inning due to a groin injury, it generally doesn't mean that yeah. you start the next time. Yeah, yeah, because they're probably, uh, yeah, if maybe he does, they're being cautious. absolutely against the Cardinals, but yeah. I don't expect it. Uh, Walker Buehler, definite start yep. against Cincinnati. It just thinks that it's in Cincinnati. Kyle Freeland at Washington. Hasn't had his curveball for a couple starts now. So just no? Yeah, no. Okay. Madison Bumgarner at Houston. Oh, God, no. Miles Michaelis at San Diego. No. Will Crow at Miami. No. Okay, you won't crow, I guess. I know. I was, I was holding back for you. All you right. were blazing through. I knew what you wanted, so yeah. I, I gave it to you. All right. Uh, Adrian Hauser, Chicago. He's been great. Yeah. He finally found a sinker again. It's taken the entire, like, since two years ago. He had an amazing September in 2019. Mm. And all of 2020, no. All of 2019, pretty much outside of against the Pirates, no. 
And then the last two starts, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, hey, my sinker, what's up? Run with it into the wind, my friend. Oh, yes. Yeah. How's her rules? You've got to really hate it that you're in the playoffs. You somehow got there with Luis Castillo, and now he gets the Dodgers. I know. It's you make so the start, but you you hate it. Yeah. Uh, Zach Davies against Milwaukee. You know, you keep holding on to Zach Davies for some reason. No, I, I, I let thou go. I let him go. He is gone. He's pushing Davies. Yeah, he is. That that's might be. That's a good one. That I really like. I'm a big fan <laughs> that, of that that's one. A, that's an old one. Pushing Davies? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've done that roundup before. Uh, someone who makes me want to push Davies is Josiah Gray. He's so oh, it's it been frustrating. Me nuts. It's been frustrating. I will draft him everywhere next year. But, man, he's, he's in his bad moment now, and I just hope you get out of it. Yeah. Your stuff is so overwhelmingly good. Just figure so do it you out. Take the risk of Rocky Road and say, hey, maybe this is it. I guess at this point, he didn't it's do it Friday. Against, he didn't do it against the Pirates. Yeah, that's true. And he didn't do it against, another, I think, the Marlins. Yeah. It's been it's like such a great schedule, and he has not taken any advantage of it. It's very, very rough. I, I, it's very risky. Yeah, exactly. You're saying it's Friday. If you have to. Right. Uh, Aaron Nola is a start against the Mets. Yes. Tywin Walker is a start against Philly. Yes. I mean, he back up to 95 on that fastball. That's great. Eliezer Hernandez is a start against Pittsburgh. Absolutely. Charlie Morton, San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Colby Allard. You mean Drala? <laughs> Drala? That's what I call him. Because it's Allard backwards? Yeah. Okay. Because I just think of Sympathy in the Night, of the Night, Alucard. Okay. Being Dracula. Okay. So I just think Allard is too close, so I just call him Drala. <laughs> Okay, that's Look, that's fast. You gotta understand this. Yeah, I do the SP roundup. Yeah, okay? I'm alone in my room. <laughs> yes, there are 30 starters every single day. Yeah. I gotta talk about. Yeah, there yeah. are so many starters that are just like you know, it's Colby Allard, and you're not gonna start him. I need something. I need some, yeah, okay, you're right. I All right, wanna, I want to take this from you. Drala, uh, it is. Drala it's 1 a.m. Yeah. I need to go to yeah, bed. You're right. You're doing great. I love you. I support you. Uh, Colby Allard is a sit. Chris Flexen at Kansas City. He he finally had a stumble, and it's been like a long Vargas rule this entire year. I don't think anyone truly believes that Chris Flexen is a three-five ERA guy. Yeah. Right. I think you're still gonna do this because it's been that kind of season with his cutter and his four seamer. So yeah, I guess I'm doing it. Yeah, if I could just go ahead then and and quote uh, Stereo I'm tr- MC. I'm trying to look at your. If you make <laughs> sure you're connected, the writing's on the wall. But if your mind's neglected, stumble, you might fall. Uh, so is that a starter or a for Cliff? Stumble? Yeah, that was it. I go to Marcy Gray. How do you not? Uh, Eddie, go to that first. I try to say goodbye and I choke. Yeah, I ju- yeah. try to walk away and, and I stumble. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I guess my mind just went. Uh, I don't know. It's you sounded more just 90s. like her too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even. Uh, <laughs> is that a sit or a start, Flexen? Uh, that's a start. Okay. Cole Irvin, sit or start against the he Angels. He's been a Toby as a really overperformed this year. Mm-hmm. Had a, had a pullback, but then he came came back to life last time out. I'm in. All right. Uh, I, I did my mea culpa on the First Pitch podcast this weekend about Jose Suarez saying that was not a start I was going to consider against the Astros, and then he had a very well, nice yeah, start I against the Astros. Cons- I wouldn't consider either. It's the Astros. But now Oakland. Bun Suarez. Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah. Say yes. I'm Say in. yes to the dress. Luis Garcia, man, not been great recently, but Arizona, too tempting to pass up. Slider has not been there. Yeah. The slider cutter has been like the, you know, the, the one-two punch. And when he throws 50 or 45% fastballs, it's not good. That's what he's been doing lately. I do wonder if this is fatigue. Mm-hmm. Could uh, be. Because this is 140 innings now, I believe, for Luis Garcia, and that's that's pushing it for him. Yeah. 
They may just be thinking you're probably not going to do much for us in the playoffs, so just I guess. But I mean, you have like Christian Javier there. You have you have yeah. so many options, and you pretty much have the West. I yeah. at some point I do think that they're going to sit Luis Garcia, but for now, I mean, as long as he's starting, you got to do it. It's in Arizona. Yeah, it's okay. All right, uh, Michael Pineda at Toronto. There's, <laughs> there's no there's it no stinks. tilde. There's no tilde over the end. Michael Pineda. Pineda. Okay. Yeah, I, I I've been doing this for years too. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I thought there was I, me a tilde. too. Right? We just we just do that. It's Pineda. Okay. Anyway, the Jays. No. I know, which stinks because his last appearance was actually pretty good. A the lot slider of the sliders. Was there. Yeah, yeah, the sliders are good. Generally, when the slider is there, it works. But even I mean, I don't know if against the Jays though. I can't do that. Um, would you like to take your mea culpa about this next guy, Daniel Lynch, uh, against the Mariners? I still want to start him. Stop, Nick. Stop. How much is too much, my friend? <laughs> How much is too no, much? No, I understand, guys. You want us to, you know. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah. I, I expected more growth out of Daniel Lynch. It has been uh, not a good schedule still, and this is finally like, he has three starts that are in his favor. And it was just one inning. I believe it was just the first that all those earned runs came. It's oh man, it is really interesting. The entire Royals, all of a sudden, now you have Kowar, you have Carlos Hernandez, you have Daniel Lynch. Like you have you have Brady Singer having some nice starts. There's some intrigue there. All of a sudden, I just don't know if I, I feel like this happens all the time with Kansas City, and we've never seen any of them take the next step. Yeah, right? I've never seen I'm any with you. of them. I'm totally with you. If you wanna, yeah, you can be safe and sit Lynch, and then likely if he does well. Then your league, your managers won't jump on Lynch for the next one. So, okay. All right. Uh, Casey Mize at Tampa Bay? No, he's only throwing like 50 pitches. Same with Scooble. Eli Morgan, New York? He's a, okay. Yankees, excuse me. He is a proper cherry bomb where it doesn't really matter the opponent as much. Mm. But if, you know, if he has his fastball command, he'll actually do pretty well, but I'm not going to take the chance. Uh, Carlos Rodon at Texas. Yes. You have to, right? I mean, uh, he's made it sound like Texas. Oh, no, but it's uh, the velocity ticked back up, but a it's still bit. 93. No, it's 94 and change. I thought it was 93.4. That was the, uh, that was a, like two starts ago. And I thought he just that was 92.6. Over the weekend. What? Yeah, I thought that was, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I saw, I remember, I don't know, right in the, the maybe Savant changes uh, since the, the day of or something like that. Yeah, they might have adjusted the pitches. Mm. But either way, I think you get really lucky that he's going up against Texas. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I forgot that Kershaw goes tonight. Isn't that fun? That's exciting, especially because he's on my tout team and to get him back. And someone dropped Rodon, and I picked him up. Really? Yeah. I picked up Gallon and Rodon this year, which is kind of crazy. Gallon hasn't worked out for me quite so well. I'm actually, because it's a weekly, I'm not starting Rodon this week. I know. It's against Texas. I need innings, and I don't know if he is necessarily going to get them this year. Either way. I'm uh, starting him, of course, in that start. You're right. He was at 93 and then up to 94.3 in those last two starts. I was incorrect. Um, Moving on to— I'm so proud of you. What? I was just, you know, it's not easy to always say that. I got no problem doing that. My brother beat the crap out of me when I was a kid, (laughs) and he said, no one's ever going to love you if you can't admit when you're wrong. Wow. And it's one of the best life lessons I ever learned. Uh, Hyunjin Ryu, he also just got the crap kicked out of him. Uh, I need a term for this. There there is a term in the the stock market world that I don't even want to say because I hate, like, I, I just hate the imagery of it. It's just a bad term. Yeah, I think you brought this up before and then you didn't tell me what it was. Well, I I mean, I'll tell you off air, but I essentially, yeah, you're going down. They have a little like bump up and then uh, then you go back down again. Right. It's okay. like essentially when people buy back in for yeah, a moment yeah, yeah. and then they sell it again. Right. Uh, that's what it was with Ryu. who had an amazing start against the Yankees. Two ticks up in velocity and everything was looking great. And then no, no, he's still not good. He so went it's back a sit. down. He's a sit. Yeah. Wow. And this um, is where he, if you've been following Ryu, which I know you have. 
It's like, yeah, you can't trust them now. It stinks. It stinks. <laughs> uh, Luis Patino at Detroit. <sighs> he just got beat up by that same Detroit I team. I know, but he did three straight starts beforehand that were really good. The fastball was really good. The, the slider was just gone. And if the slider is anyway there, it works. Nice win op- opportunity as well. Uh, I want it. My gut says sit. And it's annoying. All right. Uh, Corey Kluber, revenge tour, Cleveland. No. no. It, he only has his breaker right now. He's not at 91, 92. He's at 90 and change. It's And the breaker has been good, but nothing else has. All right. Nick Pavetta, Baltimore. Yes. All right. I know COVID return. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, Pavetta, I think, is doing enough. He just did well over the weekend. Here he returned. Okay. Um, Keegan Aiken. <laughs> yep. Don't need to worry about him. Um, so for Clay. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go for the Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to go both pitchers, Saturday and Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, Saturday and there Sunday, and we'll go team by team. So for Baltimore, we're looking at Zach Lothar and Alexander Wells yeah, against no. Boston. Doesn't matter. Uh, Erod and Ivaldi against both Baltimore. Them, yeah. Luis Gill and Garrett Cole so against Cleveland. So Heal had a lot of strikeouts today against mm-hmm. the Twins. It happened earlier on. Uh, we're doing this, of course, Monday night. Uh, and uh, I think I would lean yes. On Heal? Yeah. It is, it is Cleveland. And I think I'd do it. But the question is how many innings you're going to get. Because he hasn't really gone uh, more than five. I think he hit five once, if I'm remembering correctly. I could be wrong. Did he go f- he, Did he go five today? I uh, could have. I think he did. I could be. But, I mean, he got he got blistered for about 500 runs or so. Yeah, early on, yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyway, obviously, Cole, you're starting. It's yeah. just a question of heel. S- he, his final line was six innings pitched, three. Six? Yeah, five earned runs, one walk, eight Ks, three home runs. I think I'm doing runs. it against uh, Cleveland, though. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Um, the Friday Pirate pitching on Saturday. I know it's against it's, it's Detroit. The toughest, it's the toughest one. I just don't. I don't think I would. I mean, once again, it's Saturday. If you need an opportunity to get a win, I'll take That's it. That's the only thing that I would chase here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shane McClanahan absolutely. He lucked out because he had before it was supposed to be Toronto, then Toronto, mm-hmm. and of course he had the back thing gets pushed back all the way to no pun intended to Sunday against Detroit. Lucky stars. Yes. Was it his neck or his back? I want to say. <laughs> um, moving on to the next. You, you, oh my God! Really? <laughs> you just did that? Oh, I do it as much as I can. My, uh, I do it as much as I can. Jesus. Oh God! I live in that moment oh, where you no. took it seriously. I just live right in that Come little on. moment. Come on, fast! You can't. Hey, no one knows what we're talking about. Uh, a child sitting in the back seat has no clue what's going on here, unless they're well versed in move on. 80s, 90s hip hop. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Matt is probably a sit against Minnesota. Alec Manoa start against Minnesota. Matt's is close. Matt's has been a Toby all year. Yeah, the Orioles just messed him up. Yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> no, all right, moving no, on. No, 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 as in, like, that's, I mean, sure, that's going to happen, but, like, sure. it doesn't mean that you can't do it against the Twins. If you're looking for a quality start or a win, like, that's an option. Okay. You know, yeah, I can see someone on Saturday be like, okay, cool, I need something decent out of this from Matt's, and he could do that. Uh, Manoa, yes. Yes. If you manage to survive Dylan Cease's last poor outing, yeah. you can probably still run with him against Texas. Yeah, the slider wasn't quite as well commanded. The fastball's all over the place. You're, you're going to be fine there. He was Boston, little, too, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, he still wasn't at his best. Uh, Lynn, obviously, you're starting. Yep. Uh, Plezak and Savali against the Yankees. They both have starts against the Royals, and I think in two starts. It's uh, it's this against the Yankees, and I think the White Sox for both of them, but then they get the Royals. That is the start I'm going to circle for both of them. I think I'm going after it then, but not now. So not you? Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, Savali had his curveball kind of, but like the command yeah. was not there. 
Yeah, the command was, was not. The, yeah, the fast, he didn't have his command in that last start. The first start was surprisingly good on Monday. Yeah, more splitters. Remember, we were reacting to that. Yeah, and then it turns out it was actually, uh, I thought it was like crazy. It was the third or fourth highest amount of splitters he'd thrown all year, so I was a little out of line with that. But yeah, it didn't look fantastic yesterday, right. and that would be, uh, again, like, what are you going to get there on a Sunday from Savali? You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. probably not going to get whipped. You might not get a win in all likelihood. So yeah. And I, he's I, also not fully up to like the 100 pitch count yet. Yet. Yeah. So wait, just two starts for both of these guys. You know, hopefully by then, Polisak has both the slider and changeup working. Scooble and Peralta for Detroit against the Rays. Uh, Scooble, I wouldn't do because it's only going to be about 50 pitches. It's been two straight starts of that, and that's really painful. Uh, and Peralta, no, of course not. Singer and Bubich against the Mariners. So Singer is a cherry bomb in his own right because he'll have three great starts and then have an easy one and then not come through on it. But I think you do start Singer if you have him. Bubich, not so much. Bubich, it's not. His changeups are too dang high. Like mm. the rent. Yeah. It's crazy. Love that guy. He's he used to come to Crift Dogs all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. Pull up in his van that said the rent Aren't is too damn there? high. Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> chef there. Yeah, yeah. Very funny. Uh, Bailey Ober and John Gant. John Gant might not make the start. He was pulled in the first inning today against the Yankees. Mm. But Right, yeah. Okay, so no for both. Uh, Ober is a very interesting one later in drafts next year. Probably mm. more of a 15-team play than a 12. But there is definitely intrigue with that four-seamer up, and if he's able to get that slider down away, it can really work. Okay. Uh, McCullers and Odorizzi, both yeses against yep. Arizona. Jaime Berea and Packy Naughton were back to the beginning here uh, against Oakland. Yeah, so Berea, so between uh, Suarez and Berea, I, I prefer Suarez. Mm-hmm. Bone Suarez, you can't say Bone Berea, so there you go. Mm. Uh, so I don't want to start him against Oakland, but there is outside chances against weak opponents. I think he gets the Mariners twice later on. Packy Naughton, I mean, it's in the name. Not do I have desire? I not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I will not. It's I did better. not. <laughs> I did my screening two weeks ago. It was wonderful. I know I was there. No, you weren't. Well, no, you weren't. You promised. <laughs> ah, that was a good moment. James Caprillion and Frankie <laughs> Montes. Is that, like the highlight of the year. <laughs> because I got I you so good. I like, broke his heart. Yeah, just to watch the light go out from behind your <laughs> eyes really it's just. Horrible. I was like an energy vampire. It was, it was really great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> An avocado. Um, all right. Let's, we're going to move on here. Caprillion Montes against the Angels. Both of them, yes. Okay. Kikuchi, nice bounce back. I know, but it was 94 in the fastball. Mm. And it was against Arizona, too. But this is against Kansas City. Yeah. So, so that's a no? Uh, that's my that's my reaction. I'm really curious. I'm, I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to say probably yes for Logan Gilbert, especially dependent on today. If he keeps the skills he had last time, increase the tick of uh, fastball velocity and having a slider, even if it's not a good line, if he's throwing 96 and he has actually a decent slider, then yeah. And let's not forget, too, they are also fighting for a playoff spot. This is true. They are three games out of the wild card. Um, Taylor, here we are just about, we don't care about fighting for a playoff spot. Like, oh, you were fighting Taylor, for a It's But no, <laughs> in, in terms of like, they're not going to shut Logan yeah, Gilbert yeah, down. Yeah, I'm just messing with it. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Taylor Hearn, Spencer Howard against the White Sox. No thanks to both. Yeah, Taylor Hearn has been surprisingly good as like a Toby, but this is the White Sox. Max Fried, Tuki Toussaint against the Giants. So yes for Fried, no for Toussaint. Edward Cabrera, Sandy Alcantara against Pittsburgh. Oh, Edward Cabrera, what a disappointment. Yeah, it's been. not been fun. No, the, the the secondary stuff is not getting whiffs. And he still throws hard, but it's just he hasn't clicked yet. And I hope at some point we'll get that uh, indication. But, man, I cannot wait for that Sandy start. He gets Washington. He gets Pittsburgh. I mean, it's, it's going to be him. so good. I need him to He's take me so to the promised land. I just hope they don't shut him down. No, they're not going to shut him down. What do they need innings for at this point? They, Why? Uh, because they need to make sure that he's like this way for ages. 
<laughs> so yeah, then don't have them throw more innings. No, no, well, no, no. The, the idea is like you you have a season like that, then you can repeat it. As okay. in like you know, always always taking steps every year. You don't want to do that. Just establish it. I need them. I need them bad. Uh, Carlos Carrasco, Rich Hill, Philly. I uh, Carrasco has not had a start yet with his slider and changeup, and it's killing me. Yeah, and it was not. Yeah, it's killing me. You know, I mean, he's had to do more with his fastball, and I I hope this works. I, I want to say yes against the Phillies. Uh, but yeah, he had his he moved away from the change more sliders actually the slider at least was good this time um, but yeah I mean it's close it's close in the Phillies it's game. another nice cop out upside Saturday you need a, yeah, maybe a win you maybe you need some K's now Rich Hill people have said Nick his slider usage is going up do you know about this with Rich Hill it's just probably his breaker in a different form yeah it's just he's, he's lowering his arm angle yeah. so then the curveball which has a slurve motion right it's, yeah. a, it's now is now he's going down so then it's just going more horizontal it's slower when have you ever seen a slider that's slower than the curveball? <laughs> it truly is like it just like it's just you know under sometimes when you accidentally draw a line and like in and like Photoshop and then it turns into like some weird yeah. image. Like that's what his pitch looks like. <laughs> it's like it truly doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, so it's not really a slider. It's just him dropping it, but he's had success with it. I uh, I think he's on too good of a roll to say no against the Phillies. I do it as well. Bailey Falter and Kyle Gibson against the Mets. I mean, you don't know that first one, and that's okay. Uh, there's a reason for that. Kyle Gibson, we already talked about it's the same thing. Patrick Corbin, Paulo Espino against Colorado. Okay, I am probably going to do Espino. Okay, good. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> We're not doing so it. bad. You know Corbin just worked out against the Pirates, right? Yeah, that's fine. This is Rocky Road. I'm not doing it, yeah. guys. Don't worry. But, you know. Satan works in mysterious ways. And he's a werewolf now. Okay. Once a month. Yeah, that's very nice. That's right. quite lovely. Uh, Justin Steele and Adrian Sampson for Chicago Justin against the Brewers. Steele. You got to say it every time like that. He's in a grindhouse movie or something like that. Oh, yeah. That does. Yeah. Like as the Coming protagonist. Coming next time is Justin Steele. Yeah, yeah. You know, not starting. <laughs> All right. Sonny Gray and Wade Miley. Oh, God, against the, the Dodgers. It's so tough. Sonny Gray is doing well enough right now. You have to do both. Wade Miley, too. Yeah. You have and the to. whip, by the way, is like over 120 for Miley. Is it's it? annoying. Yeah, but the ERA is insane. It's it's like two eight. And he he just came off that game where he had like a career high in whiffs. Oh yeah, you were like Nick. This is insane Nick, to me. Career high in whiffs. Like a forty year old man it. being like, yeah, I'll go ahead and get as many whiffs as I possibly he's not can. Forty? No, he's thirty three. But yeah. still, at, he's at, our in baseball age. terms, he's that's our a billion. Age fast. In baseball terms, that's much <laughs> older. Um, all right, Burns and Lauer. Yes and yes against yep, the Cubs. Against the Cubs. Oh man. Bryce Wilson against Miami. Oh, all, how do you feel about Mr. Bryce? I know he's so back and forth. I mean, like, I do think that this could be a fun, sneaky, upside little stream he had at the end. 20% CSW yesterday. Did he? Oh, yeah, because he had no strikeouts. Um, <laughs> God, that it is so funny. It really is feast your family with him. 7Ks, 1K, 7K, 1K. Who was that 4K, team yesterday? Was it the Nationals? Nationals. Yeah. Oh, brutal. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, I mean, it's Miami. I know. It's Miami. God. You know, you never see the full amount of Wilson, just like in Home Improvement. <laughs> okay. All right. That needs to be the image. Hopefully he does well so we can make Justin make that the image. No, I said Roll of the Bryce uh, was uh, recently. That from, was a couple of weeks ago. You know. Yeah. Uh, so Dylan Peters is a no. Yeah. I mean, where, we, where do we stand on Wilson, though? Um, That's, that's a gamble. Yeah, I would He'll, say no. I would he say would no. survive six if he's doing well. Yeah, I would say no because really you're just hoping for like six or seven Ks and maybe a win. You're and not that's... getting seven Ks likely. I mean, he's done it twice. I'm going to say he's going to go five and a third with 200 runs, uh, four strikeouts, and seven hits. And how many walks? One. Okay. So that's that's a yes. Is it? That's a bad whip. But the nay-nay. 
Um, <laughs> Maybe the possible one. I say yes because why not? You say no. J Hap Adam Wainwright. J Hap Adam Wainwright against the Padres. I would not do Hap. I would do Wainwright. Tyler Gilbert Zach Gallon against Houston. I uh, leave no. Zach Gallon alone. The schedule. Oh, brutal. Like, what am I doing? I'm, I love Gallon. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, just wish he. <laughs> well, yeah. But I mean, obviously, we're not doing either of these. Okay. I mean, I don't think I'm doing. I can imagine like the schedule's so bad. He needs one or two to say like, "Oh, hey, I can handle this," because he's done this in the past. Yeah, he's had terrible schedules. He's like, I don't care. Yeah, you know, he did that in 2020. So we'll see. Uh, Ryan Feltner and wrapping up the names I've never heard in my life and John Gray. Mm-hmm. It's really funny that you just don't. Well, you got one more, I think, at the end here. I no, I know Dominique Leon. Why Dominique Leon wasn't he a reliever for a long time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like a bullpen game. Essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I believe well, Dominique wasn't he with the Cardinals? Maybe that does sound somewhat familiar. Anyway, Feltner is actually kind of interesting. He was! <laughs> Wish people could see that face. It's exactly what it sounded like. Uh, yeah, Feltner against the Nationals is actually not the worst thing ever. But no, I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't maybe consider John Gray. It's not the Braves. You know, it could work out. But if, if he does okay against Atlanta, maybe i do that with the Nationals. That's what I'd say. Scherzer Kershaw start start against oh, Cincinnati. That's gonna be so good. That's that's just crazy that I have to say that it's crazy that I have to go. Okay, Bueller Scherzer Kershaw. That's your one two three Cincinnati. Good luck making the playoffs. Oh man, that's so good. Darvish Arietta. Um, it, it, I just I just can't believe that yeah Scherzer and Kershaw pitching together for once. You know it's we haven't insane. seen it yet. It's insane. We haven't seen it yet. That's so cool. Okay, uh, and then you say yeah, Darvish. Um, Darvish against the uh, the Cardinals. Obviously, Jake Arrieta. No. And Dominique Leone, your new favorite player, and Anthony Discofani yeah, at Atlanta. Uh, Tony Disco, oh. I think I'm going to do. If I'm going to do the Padres, I'm going to do Atlanta for Tony Disco. Okay. And that's it. Well, I mean, we could theoretically do Monday because we won't talk before then, but we're not going to do that. No, it's, all the schedules get messed up anyway. Okay. And I've really got to go to the bed. I know you do. Um, <laughs> and the, the Ravens twist. game. I can see the twist in the Ravens hips. game coming on soon, baby. What's your final score prediction for Ravens Raiders tonight? Ravens four. <laughs> okay. Raiders five. Five to four. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Four, yeah. That would have to be Scorigami, I would hope. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um yeah, so we would have three safeties. That's just the end of their 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 things. Oh, that's the the last digit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, what's the first digit? Oh I mean it's just whatever. It's just whatever. Is whatever. The final score to the Ravens Raiders games was whatever four to whatever this is five. What the people want. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for episode number two forty two seventy five of On the Corner, wow. the official PitcherList.com podcast. I'm your host Alex Fast, and I'm Nick Pollock, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Good luck in your playoffs. <laughs>